is the sound of the Waylon Jennies from their CD 40 Days. I am Tani Tanuviel, the resident KUCI Middle Earth Elf. Welcome to Phenomenal Woman on Alternating Tuesdays with What Would Arwen Do? Welcome, my Govanin, and greetings to everyone, all my elf friends listening online and hopefully on the air. Um, it's kind of an interesting day. This is Tuesday, May 22nd, I believe. And <clears throat> in a couple of weeks, big transition time here at UC Irvine. And we'll be starting a new quarter here at KCI. And the elf is taking the summer off to get some other things accomplished and hopefully be back in the fall. So I will have three more shows of What Would Arwen Do before the new quarter starts the day after Father's Day in June. But this will be the last show of Phenomenal Woman, at least until the fall. So it's kind of a bittersweet day and moment. So today we're running through the (laughs) the entire thing. We're running through my little welcome speech and introduction for you all, my favorite things to remind you about how phenomenal you are and hopefully help you to suspend your disbelief if you're having a hard time believing that and you are a woman. If you are a woman and you're on this planet, you are phenomenal and you have the power to make a big difference in your world in the pe- and in the lives of the people that you interact with. So, what is this show all about? Well, Phenomenal Women, I believe that they are around us everywhere. They are our mothers and sisters and daughters and aunts and nieces, our teachers and students and next-door neighbors. They are the women who inspire us by their lives and by their examples. They make us want to be more kind, more generous, more helpful, brighter, stronger, even more beautiful. Phenomenal women make us want to be better human beings just by their presence in the world. They might be movie stars or athletes or political activists, but usually... They are just women we know or meet every day at our work, at school, the kids' soccer games, and in our own families. So this show, as always, is about celebrating women. I believe it's not about competing with each other. It's about celebrating each other, our wild, wonderful, sexy, crazy, feminine selves. We phenomenal women. And this show was indeed inspired by the poem by the amazing poet and motivational woman, Maya Angelou. And I'm going to play that for you now. This is her um, sharing her poem with you. Please let these words sink into your heart. If you're driving, please don't shut your eyes. But if you are somewhere and you can take just a moment or two to close your eyes and take a little tiny break from your busy day and let these words sink into your heart and imagine perhaps that this is who you are. Here is Maya, Phenomenal Woman. Phenomenal Woman. 
Many people wonder where my secret lies. I'm not cute or built to suit a fashion model size. When I start to tell them, they think I'm telling lies. I say, it's in the reach of my arms, the span of my hips, the stride of my step, the curl of my lips. I'm a woman, phenomenally. I walk into a room just as cool as you please, and to a man the fellows stand, or fall down on their knees. Then they swarm around me, a hive of honeybees. I say, it's the fire in my eyes, the flash of my teeth, the swing in my waist, the joy in my feet. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Men themselves have wondered what they see in me. They try so much, but they can't touch my inner mystery. When I try to show them, they say they still can't see. I say, it's in the arch of my back, the sun of my smile, the ride of my breasts, the grace of my style. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Now you understand just why my head's not bowed. I don't shout or jump about or have to talk real loud. When you see me passing, it ought to make you proud. I say it's in the click of my heels, the bend of my hair, the palms of my hands, the need for my care, because I'm a woman, phenomenally, phenomenal woman. That's my mother and all your mothers and my grandmothers and your grandmothers and my great-grandmothers and your greats and my great-greats and, and all you women and me. Medieval Babes with I Am Eve. That was an appropriate song for today. Uh, I don't know about the rest of you girls, but I think that sometimes Eve gets a really bad rap <laughs> for uh, that little incident in the garden. And I think a lot of people overlook the part of that little story in the Bible that says, Eve took of the apple and ate it and gave to her husband who was with her. So why wasn't he, like, stopping this whole thing that was going on? Why wasn't he saying, hey, what are you doing? Don't pick that apple. Get away from that tree. <laughs> so that's uh, the medieval babes from their CD, The Rose. I am Tani Tenuviel, the resident KUCI Middle Earth Elf. This is Phenomenal Woman. KUCI is, in my very humble opinion, the best radio station in the history of the universe. We do not play any music that you will hear on the mainstream airwaves. We are all about independent music, independent artists, and um, bringing you 
talk show and public programming that you will not hear on the regular public uh, radio stations. And so I hope you will check out our website at KUCI.org and our public affairs website at KUCITalk.org. If you'd like to contact me, I would love to hear from you. You can send me an email at askanelf at yahoo.com, A-S-K-A-N-E-L-F, askanelf at yahoo.com. And actually, if you have been listening, I want to say a very special thank you and shout out to Ken, who listens from Santa Ana, is a great supporter of many programs here at KUCI. And uh, he sent me a, a wonderfully supportive email last week. And I was just wondering, is there anybody else out there? <laughs> if you are, I would love to hear from you. So today I'm going to share some readings with you and some music. Love the music. And this is all music also that uh, I don't think you're going to hear on your major airwaves. I've got some special selections to share with you for our last day together. And again, just to inspire something in your hearts to, uh, if you are a woman, to get connected, to reawaken to that part of you that knows that you are here, you are here for something special. And to remember that no matter where you are and what you are doing, you are making a difference in the world for goodness or for otherwise. One way or the other, every single person on this planet has the opportunity to extend grace or withhold it as they encounter others. And I believe we women uh, would be wonderful if we would be examples of extending grace. I, um, I want to say a little something. Today I was checking my emails on Yahoo and saw this, um, you know, how they always have these articles, you know, different news stories that are going on, they, you know, cycle through them like a little slideshow the tops topics and one of them was Anderson Cooper interviewed someone I guess who's a self-proclaimed human Barbie and uh, he had her on his show and apparently she gave her seven-year-old gift certificate for plastic surgery now I guess it's for plastic surgery once she turns 18 but still giving your seven-year-old daughter a gift certificate for plastic surgery once she comes of age, and that she also had taken her 15-year-old, uh, allowed her 15-year-old to get Botox injections. And um, he just um, was very sorry that he'd even had her on the show. And, you know, and I thought, human Barbies? People are actually aspiring to be human Barbies. And I guess there's this whole, like, little group out there of people that, of women that want to be like dolls. And then there's men that want to have a doll. Um, and then, of course, there was another story about something, the tiaras for toddlers, uh, having to do with these pageant moms. Um, and I don't know if you've, you know, I, I just... I don't like to make other people wrong for their path, but it I just I, I can't watch any of these things when I see these little four, five, six year olds um, being all dressed up 
in more makeup than I would ever wear. And, you know, I've caught glimpses as cycling through the channels once in a while of some of the pressure that these children are under to do well in these competitions at the age, again, of like three, four, five years old. So these pageant moms. And then, of course, we've got the very grown-up Kardashians and those reality shows, which it's like, whose reality is that? And I just want to say, come on, girls. This is America. Let's give the world something better. Let's give them something better than human Barbies, pageant moms, and the Kardashians. So let us rise to the occasion. And let's perhaps take a little inspiration from Marianne Williamson who is the author of many books, but one of those being um, A Return to Love, a um, Reflections on A Course in Miracles. And she has a little book that I discovered several years ago in my used bookstore. There it was, and I was captured by its title, but even more so by the picture that was on the front, which is a picture by Maxfield Parrish, one of my favorite artists, from many, many years. I think he was around like in the 1930s or something. And this is a beautiful uh, picture by him. Yes, 1929. It's called Ecstasy. And this woman's standing on a rock, kind of on a little hill, and she's looking up at the clouds, and her arms are raised, and she's pulling her hair up, and it's just, it's ecstasy. <laughs> and um, and I have loved this book. It has inspired my heart so much, and I love sharing little excerpts of it with you, even though it was written in 1993, so 19 years ago. And I'm going to read to you from my favorite passages, because this is our last time together. I want these, hopefully these words to stick in your hearts and nurture you, love you, inspire you comfort you when you need it and give you strength to just keep going when sometimes you want to give up. I don't know if that ever happens to you ladies, but certainly happens to me. This is from the chapter Glorious Queens and Slave Girls. And she says, together we embark on a quest for our own enchantment. It will take us to a place where what is feminine is sacred, as are a lot of other things as well. There we can become who we are meant to be and live the life we are meant to live. But we need to see the lay of the land, and we need to see clearly the way back home. What, you say, me, enchanted? Yes, I say, and don't act so surprised. You knew when you were little that you were born for something special, and no matter what happened to you, that couldn't be erased. The magic could not be drained from your heart any more than Lady Macbeth could wash the guilt from her hands. Sorry to tell you, but you had it right years ago, and then you forgot. You were born with a mystical purpose. In hearing this now, you might remember what it is. There are women who are enchanted living here now as there have always been and always will be. They are bearers of the goddess's torch, however dim its light may shine. On the inner plains they are priestesses and queens. They are absolutely powerful. They have made it past the gates. She goes on to say in her chapter, A Magnificent Adventure, There is a collective force rising up on the earth today, an energy of the reborn feminine. 
She is peeking around corners, taking over businesses, tucking in the children, and making men go wild in every way. She knows us at our source. She is not, as we are not, lacking in virtue. She remembers our function on earth, that we should love one another. She has come to reclaim us. She has come to take us home. As the feminine spirit seeks to rise, there are numerous forces seeking to push her back down. This is a time of a monumental shift, from the male dominance of human consciousness back to a balanced relationship between masculine and feminine. The goddess archetype doesn't replace God. She merely keeps him company. She expresses his feminine face. And lastly, I want to read from a little further in that chapter. She says, Joy is what happens when we allow ourselves to recognize how good things are. Joy is not necessarily what happens when things unfold according to our own plans. How often that's happened. We married the right man, had the children, got the job, and we've still known despair. Joy is what happens when we see that God's plan is perfect and we're already starring in a perfect show. It demands that we have the audacity to embrace the knowledge of just how beautiful we really are and how infinitely powerful we are right now without changing a thing through the grace that's consistently born and reborn within us. Such an embrace is not arrogant but humble. It is not crazy but realistic. It is an appraisal of our lives through the eyes the goddess gives us. I have not known a lot of joy, but I have known some. When I am there, in that golden circle where everything feels wonderful for no apparent reason, I try to memorize the feeling, the terrain, the scenery. I have noticed how full I feel at those moments, with an overwhelming sense of rightness about all things. I know that this is our natural state, and that the purpose of our lives is to achieve it consistently. Joy is our goal, our destiny. We cannot know who we are except in joy. Not knowing joy, we do not know ourselves. When we are without joy, we grope in the dark. When we are centered in joy, we attain our wisdom. A joyful woman, by merely being, says it all. The world is terrified of joyful women. Make a stand. Be one anyway. And that from the... <clears throat> book by Marianne Williamson, A Woman's Worth, and I believe that that is still in print and still available, and we're going to be having some music today to celebrate some of these moments. We'll be back in just a few moments, in just a moment. Uh, for now, let's hear a little song from Pili Bianchi, reminding us to let go of our fear of flying. This is KUCI in Irvine.
Molly Bianchi. And that is from a compilation CD, Mama Palooza 2006, which was a gift to me from an amazing, phenomenal woman who is right here at KUCI. I believe her show is on Monday mornings. Uh, I'm so bad about details sometimes. Janine... Uh, and her show is a public affairs show, a talk show, Get the Funk Out. For a couple of years, she did an amazing uh, music show that was called Moms Rock the House. And it was all about girls with guitars and girls rocking, rocking and rolling. And she featured a lot of the local bands, so she was a great support to a lot of the local uh, talent feminine talent around here in the Southland, and now she's doing, uh, she actually still does that show, I believe it's online or something, but um, please, you know, check out her show, it's on, uh, it's called Funk Your Face, it's all about connecting with your creativity and getting the funk out and getting on with having a good time, um, because I think that Janine and I would both agree that our, one of our purposes here in, on this planet is for us to create a joyful life experience for ourselves, hopefully for our children, and some of the people around us. Take them along for the ride. So that's, uh, again, that compilation CD. It's called Mama Palooza 2006. Got some all songs from uh, rock and roll and women, most of them moms. I think they're all pretty much moms. And that was Pilly Bianchi with Fear of Flying. So this is KUCI in Irvine. I am Tani Tanuviel, the resident KUCI Middle Earth Elf. So my govanin, suilaiden, greetings to all my elf friends. I'd love to hear from you. Ask an elf at yahoo.com. Ask an elf at yahoo.com. So we have a little more time together and... This is our last show. In fact, I just, when that song was on, The Angels Love Me, I'll tell you, it's so wonderful sometimes to be alive. Sometimes I'm not so sure, but uh, a good part of the time, I'm glad, I'm glad to be alive. Uh, the song came on. I look up here through the window at KCI, and one of my favorite heroes on the entire planet, Jarrett, who does uh, the Dread Zone reggae music on, I believe it's Monday evenings. He also is the host of one of my favorite, favorite public affairs shows here at KCI. He's taking a little break right now, but the podcasts are still available. We have podcasts available of pretty much, or most at least, of our public affairs shows uh, through our website at KUCI.org. His show is Justice or Just Us. And great show all about making a difference in your community, getting out and doing something. Not just talking about it or thinking about it, but actually getting out there and doing something. So he goes to rallies, he goes to events, he reports on events, he uh, interviews people who are making a difference and hopefully inspires us to make a difference in our communities and in the lives of the people that we come in contact with. In our families, in our workplaces, in our places of worship in our places where we volunteer, uh, on the streets where we live and walk our dogs <laughs> or cats. Um, I, saw a do I saw a cat on a leash the other day. It was really cool. The cat was having a great time. Um, but I think that I don't think that the person was walking the cat. The cat was definitely the, per the one in charge. <clears throat> I am, again, I'm Tani Tenuviel, and uh, this is Phenomena Woman, our last show for this season. Hopefully you'll be back in the... Fall, but um, 
Yeah, but I need to hear from you. Does anybody listen? Does anybody care if this show comes back? Let me know. Send me an email, askanelf at yahoo.com. So we're going to have some more music. And uh, coming up at 5 o'clock, of course, we'll have the Blue and Gold Report with um, Mark Roberts. So athletics here at UC Irvine. But uh, I'm going to share a little something more with you, hopefully to inspire you to a life of joy and adventure. This is a little reading from a book that's been really just been kind of nurturing my heart lately. I found it at my favorite bookstore, which is the used bookstore at the main Newport Beach Library. They've got some amazing books there. And most of them are around, Some of, a lot of them are two for a dollar, but most of them are around a dollar to five dollars. Every once in a while they get a special art book or something that uh, might be five dollars. I got an amazing book of uh, this one artist that does uh, these drawings of horses, but they're all like just kind of lines. They're not, uh, it's just amazing. Anyway, um, but I got this book there. It's by John Eldridge, one of my favorite uh, Christian writers. And I've written, I've loved his book, uh, one book that really helped me through a transition time for me in my walk of faith. And that book was called Waking the Dead, all about how our hearts are not still desperately wicked, but God has placed a new heart in us and doesn't want us to lose heart and lose hope in the world and in making a difference in the world. And he has a couple of other books. One is called um, The Journey of Desire. And this is a little book called Dare to Desire, An Invitation to Fulfill Your Deepest Dreams. And I got this the other day at the library, and I loved it because it had these beautiful pictures. (laughs) I like pictures. And, uh, in fact, one of my hobbies is collecting uh, children's books, uh, children's picture books. Uh, A lot of them have really great stories, and they're nice and succinct, unlike myself. Um, but this one had, I would have bought it, it was just like a dollar, and I, but I would have gotten it anyway just for this one quote by C.S. Lewis, uh, one of my favorite authors, and um, here it is, where is it? And I'm going to read a little um, excerpt from this book for you as well, something hopefully to inspire your heart. Uh, in the chapter Detours, This quote by C.S. Lewis says, We are half-hearted creatures, fooling about with drink and sex and ambition when infinite joy is offered us. Like an ignorant child who wants to go on making mud pies in a slum because he cannot imagine what is meant by the offer of a holiday at the sea. We are far too easily pleased. And uh, so John Eldridge says in... uh, See what this is the chapter taking up the journey, and this is uh, the book is Dare to Desire by John Eldridge E L D R E D G E, and he says here, if you could do what you always wanted to do, what would it be? Discovering your heart's true desire takes a little time, especially if you've never asked yourself a question like this before. So let's start with something easier. Let's go back to the movies you love. Pick three or four of your favorites and ask yourself, what does a hero or heroine have that I would love to have? What is it about them and their lives that stirs my heart? 
Now, a little aside from that is, um, that is how I got involved with my now 10-year adventure of my life as an elf. I was absolutely captivated by Arwen of The Lord of the Rings. Here was an elf. She was rescuing Frodo. She was outrunning Nazgul. She was facing off with them in the river. She's calling up the forces of nature against them. She tells Frodo not to give up. She asks the angels and the powers that be and says, let the grace that is given me pass to him. And I'm like... Oh my gosh, this, that's the kind of woman I want to be. I want to be courageous. I want to be beautiful. I want to be, um, have a sense of humor. I want to, I want to make a difference in the world and the people around me. So he says, let's go back to the movies you love. What does the hero or heroine have that I would love to have? What is about them? What is it about them and their lives that stirs my heart? He says, I believe you'll find that the three core desires I mentioned are right here. Every man needs a battle to fight, an adventure to live, and a beauty to rescue. Every woman needs to be fought for, to be part of a great adventure, and to be the beauty in the story. Isn't that true? Isn't that what makes those movies so deeply stirring? And for us girls, he goes on to say... The three desires essential to a woman's heart are not entirely different from a man's, and yet they remain distinctly feminine. Not every woman wants a battle to fight, but every woman yearns to be fought for. Listen to the longing of a woman's heart. She wants to be more than noticed. She wants to be wanted. She wants to be pursued. I just want to be a priority to someone, a friend in her thirties told me. And her dreams of a knight in shining armor coming to rescue her are not girlish fantasies. They are at the core of the feminine heart. So Zack sweeps up Paula in An Officer and a Gentleman. Friedrich comes back for Joe in Little Women. And Edward pledges his undying love for Eleanor in Sense and Sensibility. Every woman also wants an adventure to share. One of my wife's favorite films is The Man from Snowy River. She loves the scene where Jessica, the heroine, is rescued by Jim, her hero, and together they ride on horseback through the Australian wilderness. I want to be Isabeau in Ladyhawk, confessed another female friend, to be cherished, pursued, fought for, yes, but also I want to be strong and a part of the adventure. And finally, every woman wants to have a beauty to unveil. Most women feel the pressure to be beautiful from very young, but that is not what I speak of. There is also a deep desire to be the beauty, simply and truly to be delighted in. Most little girls will remember playing dress-up or wedding day or twirling skirts. The, girl, the child will put her pretty dress on, come into the living room and twirl. What she longs for is to capture her daddy's eye. My wife remembers standing on top of the coffee table as a girl of five or six and singing her heart out. Do you see me? asks the heart of every girl. Are you captivated by what you see? Now ask yourself, what have I done with those desires? What have you, what have you done with the deep desires of your heart? Because the truth is, those desires don't ever go away. If we do not find the life our heart was made for, if we abandon those desires and try to get on with our duties and obligations, those desires do not disappear. They go underground. Going to have a little music, and we'll come back and maybe talk about something that might help to inspire you to 
figure out what do we do with those desires. This is KUCI in Irvine. Black clouds are behind me I now can see ahead Often I wonder why I try Hoping for an end Sorrow weighs my shoulders down And trouble haunts my mind But I know the present will not last And tomorrow will be kinder I have made my choice. He is not coming back. Why do you linger here when there is no hope? There is still hope. There is still hope. A scene from... One of my favorite scenes from... The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, Arwen's Future, Elrond's Prophecy. And he says, why do you linger when there is no hope? And she says, there is still hope. And we see this throughout the movies and as a a strong theme in all of J.R.R. Tolkien's writings, the theme of hope. And even in the movies, she's always reminding Aragorn and Elrond that there is still hope. Before that, we heard Glory Bound from the Whalen Jennies. And just before that, a song hopefully from a movie you, uh, from a soundtrack from a movie you've hopefully seen, The Hunger Games. And that was The Secret Sisters with Tomorrow Will Be Kinder. I saw The Hunger Games, loved it. Of course, you're talking to the elf princess here, very much into archery, very much into women who make a difference in their worlds. And um, so, and saw The Avengers. The Avengers was amazing. Saw that uh, last week. And uh, you may know also that I often speak of being a princess, hopefully a princess of the light. We are all born to be the princess and the queen. So in parting today, I want to leave you with some readings from the 
Warrior of the Light, a manual, because sometimes girls face it. We just got to step up and get our warrior on. <laughs> you know, we can't be wimpy in this world. And uh, because it just is not going to hang around and, and wait for us to, to, you know, catch up. So this is an amazing book written by Paolo Coelho, who wrote The Alchemist. These uh, books were so instrumental for me during a time of transition in my life, and they still speak to my heart. I'm going to edit them a little bit and turn them into the feminine. So my apologies to Paolo um, and the, the publisher, but I, I want this to, to, to get into your heart. So this is from an excerpt from Warrior of the Light. I call it Warrior Princess of the Light. And Paolo says... The warrior of the light, and I say the warrior princess of the light, the warrior princess of the light knows that no one is stupid and that light life teaches everyone however long that may take. She always does her best and expects the best of others. Through her generosity, she tries to show each person how much they are capable of achieving. Some of her companions say, some people are so ungrateful. The warrior princess is not discouraged by this, and she continues to encourage others because this is also a way of encouraging herself. He goes on to say, Every warrior princess of the light has felt afraid of going into battle. Every warrior princess of the light has, at some time in the past, lied or betrayed someone. Every warrior princess of the light has trodden a path that was not hers. Every warrior princess of the light has suffered for the most trivial of reasons. Every warrior princess of the light has, at least once, believed that she was not a warrior princess of the light. Every warrior princess of the light has failed in her spiritual duties. Every warrior princess of the light has said yes when she wanted to say no. Every warrior princess of the light has hurt someone she loved. That is why she is a princess of the light, because she has been through all this and yet has never lost hope of being better than she is. And that's going to wrap it up, friends, Alinda Lee, for Phenomenal Woman for this week and for this quarter. Hopefully I will be back in the fall. I would love to hear from you. Let me know if you would like to see the show come back if it even matters, and will be available on podcast, as are most of the amazing public affairs shows here at KUCI. You can find us on our homepage at KUCI.org. Just go to archives and scroll down to podcasts, and you can find podcasts of most of the shows here at KUCI. And um, so... Until next week, there'll be three more weeks that I'll be here with the um, What Would Arwen Do? And then we'll have a wonderful new quarter of programming here at KCI. So some shows will still be around. Some may be gone for a while. But uh, please check us out. And we'd love to hear from you. And there'll be a training, a DJ training coming up in the fall as well. Please visit our website at KUCI.org for more information about that. And stay tuned coming up in just... A couple of minutes, the Blue and Gold Report, and then uh, this 
And then right after that, unfortunately, Rachel Ray's Cooking Accident, one of the most amazing programs here on uh, KUCI, will not be here tonight, but we'll have baseball. So for all you sports fans, that'll be a big treat. This is KUCI in Irvine. And until next week, Alin Salalumin Amintiovo, A Star Shines on the Hour of Our Meeting, and Namaria.